Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Happy Black Friday, Andrew. It is a happy Black Friday. Are you shopping? Are you shopping today? You spending lots of money? Possible. Okay. I mean, I. The, who is to say? See, now, as, <laughs> as folks are traveling, so this is when... I know everybody just listened to the Thanksgiving episode right. because now they're commuting yes. to all the stores. Driving all around and thinking, what could be better to listen to than text talk? Than, than text talk. And we're going to go stand in line with thousands of our closest friends. Absolutely. <laughs> and so in those little short trips between stores, they're getting the Thanksgiving episode and the Black Friday episode. That's exactly right. So be financially do responsible we, do today. Do we have any you know, codes or anything to throw out there since it's Black Friday. <laughs> I wish. A- absolutely. <laughs> if you email us the word Bible, uh-huh. we will cut the cost of text talk in half. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read Psalm 65. And hey, we've gotten to read a couple of new translations, at least new for us this week. And But today I'm going to go back to old tried and true. I'm looking at my old New American Standard Bible. Oh, very good. All right. This is the 95 New American Standard. For the choir director, a psalm of David, a song. There will be silence before you and praise in Zion, O God. And to you, the vow will be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you all men come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, you forgive them. How blessed is the one whom you choose and bring near to you to dwell in your courts. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. By awesome deeds, you answer us in righteousness, O God of our salvation, you who are the trust of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest sea, who establishes the mountains by his strength, being girded with might, who stills the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. They who dwell in the ends of the earth stand in awe of your signs. You make the dawn and the sunset shout for joy. You visit the earth and cause it to overflow. You greatly enrich it. The stream of God is full of water. You prepare their grain, for thus you prepare the earth. You water its furrows abundantly. You settle its ridges. You soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You have crowned the year with your bounty, and your paths drip with fatness. The pastures of the wilderness drip, and the hills gird themselves with rejoicing. The meadows are clothed with flocks, and the valleys are covered with grain. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Amen. So, again, that first verse with the silence and the praise. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And what, what the New American Standard translators have done have, have brought them both. Okay, there is silence. There's also praise. Uh, but trying to figure out how the silence and the praise go together. Yeah. But but still that idea of sometimes what we need is the verbal, mm-hmm. the out loud. Yeah. And sometimes what we need is the silent stillness just being in awe. It's there every day. You know, the, the framework that you brought out for our discussion this week is to praise God, uh, praise God as redeemer, praise, praise God as creator, praise God as provider or sustainer. Mm-hmm. And here we are on uh, Friday, and it's Good Friday here. We're going to talk about it's Jesus. always Good Friday on Text Talk. And, of course, one of the things that we can appreciate about the Lord Jesus Christ is how he is redeemer and creator and provider. As, as I was reading this, and I'm thinking, how is it that we find Jesus here in this psalm? First and foremost, it is just what we find in John chapter 1 and verse 1 
where it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. We drop down to verse 14. It says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we've seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Then we drop to verse 17 and 18. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one's ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. Mm-hmm. This this God that Psalm 65 praises, Jesus is that God. Amen. So when we start in Genesis 1 and it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, when we come to John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, shows that the Word is Jesus, what we know is, is that Jesus is the God of Genesis 1, 1. Absolutely. That's the declaration. That's what early Christians believed. This oh, yeah. was not some late, late, oh, now after hundreds of years and after centuries, yes. people started to believe in a mythologized Jesus as God. No, very early, very early, all of these texts written very early, God, he is God. If I can just dovetail that, I think of Colossians chapter 1. And in Colossians chapter 1, he, Christ, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. What I like about that paragraph there is that it captures creator, redeemer, and provider. Here's what I like about that paragraph, and that is is that even the most skeptical, Mm -hmm. even even the Bart Ehrman types, take a look at that passage and say, you know what, that looks like a song. That looks like, and, and the word that they will often use is a creedal statement, a statement mm-hmm. that was that was written on purpose to to have a certain lyrical quality, to have right. a certain memorable quality that folks would memorize and would learn. And, and in other words, here is a very early letter from the Apostle Paul, and yet this section is probably even earlier than mm-hmm. the letter. In fact, when we see how this section is organized and we see how it's written, we we recognize, again, the, the most skeptical even mm-hmm. recognize yeah. this. This is not just Christians who, who have a dog in this fight, but even the most skeptical look at this and say, okay, this had to be something that was being worked on by the Christians for, for time before this right. letter was written. I go back to what I was saying earlier. The, the idea of Jesus being God didn't come late. It wasn't, it wasn't like in the 300s. It wasn't in the 200s. Mm-hmm. It was early. It, mm-hmm. was, it was within just a few years. Now, here, let me see if I can put this in, uh, in terms for you. Imagine Elvis. Now, there's lots of people that want to claim Elvis is still alive. Okay? <laughs> right? Less now than used to, but yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, I know. I mean, there, there comes a point in which you have to say, even if he did survive the, you know, the actual death, he'd yeah. be dead. But here's what hasn't happened yeah. in these... What, 40 years now? 50 years? Are we 50 years away? I can't even remember. It doesn't uh, matter. We're right around 43 years, yeah, actually. But uh, the, nobody has started saying, yeah, he died and was resurrected. Nobody started that. Mm-hmm. Even though there's a lot of people that want to claim, oh, yeah, I saw him at the gas station. Oh, yeah, this. N- nobody has started saying he rose from the dead. No. And, and nobody has started saying he is God. No, nobody started <laughs> saying that. Okay. And yet, in less time than we have between when Elvis died and now, 
people were claiming Jesus rose from the dead and Jesus is God. We're, we're not right. talking about generations later. We're talking about those who saw him, who were with him, declared mm-hmm. that, and people believed it and accepted it. And yeah. because they believed it, they turned to Jesus. That is a great analogy. This, this recognition that Psalm 65, as it talks about God the Redeemer, God the Creator, and God the Provider, what we learn is that Jesus is, in fact, that God. Mm-hmm. And what a powerful thing. And so here you yeah, have just this paragraph in some Colossians. of the words, yeah, you know, that you have in verse 16, all things were created through him and for him, God the creator. He is before us, uh, excuse me, he is before all things and in him all things consist. And then in that consistency is this idea of the providence provision. and the provision that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, if he, he's if, keeping it together. If he removed his hand, it would not... Yes, sustain it would not consist. Or, or in uh, what is it, Second Peter three's language? If he were to change his word, it's by the word of his mouth that all things are, uh, and by his word they will end. And then in verse eighteen, that he is the uh, firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence, and that speaks to his work as redeemer, his death, and then his resurrection. What, what's in the next verse? Keep, keep reading there. Uh, right, into verse 19. Yeah. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. I mean, there's reconciliation and yeah, redemption reconciliation. and atonement straight up. Yeah. This is who Jesus is. I think about Hebrews verse 1, uh, chapter 1 and verse 1. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs." Once again, all those notes are there, aren't Redeemer, they? Yeah. creator, provider. He made purification for sins. That's Redeemer. Uh, through whom God created the world. That's mm. creator. creator. He is the radiance of the glory and the exact imprints of his nature. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. Yeah. There's the provision. Provider. There's yeah. the sustenance. If he were to remove the word of his power, it would all go away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, God has not wound up the world. Jesus has not wound up the world and now just letting it run its course. No. He is he is keeping it going. Yeah. He's, it's not a it's not a perpetual motion machine. It is a God motion machine. That's why it continues to work, is because Jesus yes. is the one that's keeping it yes. working. Yes, and so we have a high priest who hears our prayers and he will help. And this speaks to his providence and his upholding and his working in this world. I, I think about wonderful, encouraging promises like in First Corinthians chapter ten and verse thirteen that no temptation is overtaking you except such as is common to man, but he is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear, but will make the way of escape. Yes. What a tremendous promise that is. Talk about provision. That is. Spiritual provision. He will provide the way of escape yeah. so that you can handle it, mm-hmm. so that you can deal with it. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. Here, you know, we, we mentioned this earlier in the week, back in Psalm 65. So the, so the God, the Redeemer, God, the Creator, God, the Provider is all Jesus. 
But we, we couldn't help but as we looked at God the Redeemer, even think about some of the specific, blessed is the one you choose and bring oh, near to dwell yeah. in your courts. Mm-hmm. You know, in David's day, that reminds us of the high priest that comes into the holy of holies right. that enters in. And yet, that is exactly who Jesus is, as he is the Melchizedekian priest. Is that well, I like that. The Melchizedekian priest, and he is in at, at the right hand of God. He's in the Holy of Holies. We went through Hebrews last year, and just over and over again, driving that home, how he is there making intercession for us. He has been chosen. But we, even when you see that phrase about the chosen one, or the one you choose, I mean, that that's the idea of Messiah, to be the anointed one, to be the chosen one. Yes. Yeah. He, he is that. Yeah. He is absolutely that. And and God has chosen him to break through, not into the Holy of Holies made with hands, but to the one not made with hands. Correct. To the one that is in the heavens, to the one that is the true and the real. All of this down here is the copy and the shadow, but the true and the real. Jesus has, has gone there and is sitting at the right hand of God and is interceding for us. And he is blessed. And because of that, we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple, of your mm. dwelling. We, we who belong to him, we get the goodness that comes from his blessing. He is blessed and he has blessed us. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 1, blessed be the God and Father who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. I mean, it's just... It's just it's dr- all over. <laughs> hey, I love that we, the altar, the, the word in the altar translation yesterday about the dripping... The yeah. dripping of ripeness. of ripeness. I mean, man, this the, the scripture is just dripping with the ripeness mm. of salvation and redemption in Jesus Christ. And so if we can't find Jesus in Psalm 65, we're just not looking very hard. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. He, he's everywhere. Well, we're so glad that you've joined us today for Text Talk and certainly do wish you safety and travels uh, as you're out and about this day. If you are in the Tampa area this weekend, maybe you actually flew into the Tampa area to visit some family for Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, please come out and worship with us at Livingston on Sunday. We'd love to meet you. All the information you need is at our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. Of course, send us your emails, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be with you Monday for our next episode of Text Talk. And Psalm 66 is just fantastic. <laughs> I'm just saying, saying. All right. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Wrap us up with prayer, brother. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for this time to be in your word. Thank you for Psalm 65. As we are reminded, Father, of your goodness, your greatness, your might, it's enough to keep us silent. And Father, might we find a little bit of time to be silent and to enjoy the sounds of this creation, sounds that remind us and teach us and glorify you as our Redeemer, as our Creator, as our Provider. We depend upon you. And Lord, you are always faithful. You always supply. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.